Good morning, Ian. Good morning. Uh, this was your song, and uh, it's a rare pleasure. We've had we've had uh, other uh, musical performance on the show before, uh, but I don't think I had the pleasure of playing them in with their own song. Do you? Do you? How many times have you listened to this song? And no, not including the the mix, right? After it was out there in the wild, do you do you usually listen to your own music? Well, I, I thought that was just a theme song of the show, oh, so right. I was pleasantly surprised. Actually, I thought this guy's got great taste. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll pocket your your, your own compliment. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you're re- I, I don't sit at home and listen to my own music. So, I guess once a month or once every second month, I, I run into it, and but not on purpose. No, 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 not even out of like curiosity. Generally, like, oh, how does that? I mean, yeah, only if it's part of kind of a, a work thing where I'm because I'm working on an album at the moment that I would think, does this, hmm, does it, do they fit together? Uh, but I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of pleasantly surprised uh, or I'm, I'm reminded again, you know, like, oh, yeah, I do like that. That's good because I, yeah, I spent some time suffering to get all the bits right, and then I, I have a lasting feeling that it was that it was worth it. So, okay, it's just uh, okay. So you don't uh, you don't put you know, some tea to brew and then, okay, I'm going to play my own song and jam, yeah, get jam, jam to up, my own artistic genius. Get the numbers genius. up on Spotify and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I don't know. I think I, I get more, I get inspiration from, from listening to other people's music and that stuff. And I have really, yeah, no one, no one will have ever listened to that song as much as I have. Yeah. So, so I, I got, I know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of the Aussies Ansari anecdote of, him getting invited to Kanye West's house and Kanye West is sitting in his living room and listening to his own 808 Heartbreak album and he's like trying to say hi but Kanye puts up a finger and it's like this, yeah. this, this bit is the best and he's like wait you're sitting in your living room listening to your own music and like just like waiting for the best bit to drop even though it's been out for like at that point in the decade and he's like still yeah, jamming yeah. to his I own mean, music I think, I think uh, I'm not often compared to Kanye um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's Kanye is definitely Kanye's number one fan, and uh, that's a different style of, of human yeah. <laughs> to me. So you just let your songs out into the wild and do their thing, and then if they come back to you, then it's fine. But otherwise, you don't, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and think, "Damn, that chord progression could have been more." But, I mean, if every single song that I've ever made a minimum minimum one thing where I would go like if I could go back I would just I would just tweak that little thing but in general I, I'm, I'm really happy with it and because all of that period I, I work a bit I feel like I work a bit slowly sometimes and that the way I work is yeah listen to it put it down for a while and come back a few weeks later and then what, what you overlooked before is obvious again because I, I think the first listen is is like a magical thing yeah. And you know, the moment you make something, you've you've immediately made yourself unable to judge it anymore because you've already heard it, and uh, you can kind of wash your ears by giving it some time. So that's the way I like yeah. to, uh, uh, to to do things. So I've already I've had my thousand listens already, and then I listen again. Like no, it's uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I'm glad you brought up the <clears throat> linear nature of time because uh, uh, did um, I? <laughs> how d- how do you um, how did you end up? here um making songs in in hungary and uh you know having a, a video clip which was not of this song i think we'll play out with that song with with uh, you know driving a 
red. It's actually not you driving the, the Jiguli. First you're in the trunk and then you're in the back seat and obviously looking like you're being kidnapped. But uh, so how did you end up here? What what, what made you uh, pursue these things here in, in Hungary and driving Jiglus with Hungarian license plates? Yeah, instead yeah. Of I never even got to I never even got to drive that car as well. Really, that's the irony of it all. This is it's supposed to be you know, yeah that's that's supposed to be in it for these things. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like twelve twelve and a half years in Hungary now, and I moved uh, back in whatever mathematics two thousand and nine. Um, to to study in university in Page, and I had this this idea that like okay, I wanted to do something. I wanted to go to university, and I didn't want to go in Ireland because actually I went to university in Ireland before. I thought ah, oh, that still would be it would be so boring just to stay in the same place. I want to go some go to, go to somewhere else that I could study and and also have something outside of university because I went to medical university six years of suffering I thought at least uh, I'm not like living at home for six years or something and to you know to go somewhere like England was like I don't know that wasn't going to be a huge cultural exploration so I just kind of never never set foot in page just signed up and signed away my my life and uh, and moved and it, and it just has yeah it's got a lasting influence and lasting change because I'm I'm still here, you know the last couple of years of my university started to do more and more music and then the last little while, like the last year we were, my the band I was in at the time Mongoose and the Magnet uh, they we had songs suddenly go on the radio, and yeah just thought yeah let's let's give this a go and I'm still here so the patients are still waiting to be. Yeah, to be treated by okay. Doctor O'Sullivan. They're doing okay. Okay. So, the page was just okay. This is because uh, it's actually it's it's a great pattern that the page is a steady supply of of uh, of musicians that it's providing <laughs> to to Hungary, and also a steady supply of university dropouts who then went on and and, and found found fulfillment in, in 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 other areas. I finished though. I finished. Yeah. yeah. So you could actually. But uh, well, when, when when someone who studies medicine says I finished, that can ma- mean a range of things. Like you, you're actually you could walk into a clinic and start. Tell me your what, yeah, what, yeah, what, what is could, your problem? Yeah, if I walk into a clinic, I shouldn't uh, <laughs> shouldn't just start operating. No, okay. I, so I, fi- I finished my MD. I finished my I did a PhD that I just uh, finished in December. It was a long long session and um yeah i haven't done a residency or anything like that but i i I had you have a lot more flexibility in the research world so i kind of made a a kind of what is it maybe it's not hedge bets i kind of managed to take a little bit from both worlds so i could be much more flexible doing a residency and doing weekends it wasn't going to work with the music so i thought like okay i'll just find a little middle ground here mm. and uh, yeah that's that's where i am but I, I know i've been like pretty much in my mind is consumed by music for many years now so i would always say that that's the that's the number I mean, one it shows great result that even though you were I, i'm guessing in the back of your mind it was already maybe not done deal but the the the, the fact that you were considering music more and more you still was it hard to like because you know med school is legendary for being you know quite difficult to finish um what 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 made you finish why why didn't you just go like okay screw it i'm just gonna go explore the music path as much as i can 
Like yeah. I'm, I'm, because yeah. also like <laughs> doing music is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's around the clock, I guess, mm-hmm. in the sense that you perform at night and then you need to rest yeah, sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to do the two uh, together is really difficult, especially at the start of my PhD. I did a lot of. I was working as well, like eight to four, and I was in in and out of the operating room as helping and 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 the weekends up late, and it was pretty pretty rough change from time zones, basically back and forth. And to do that, and to do that, stay safe and everything, that was quite tough. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's just me or if it's just how I was raised or whatever that I have this I had like an endurance or like if I start something, I'm gonna finish it. Mm. Even though there's like, why? Who cares? You know, and and I felt I, I just felt like I've started the medical school. It was it was only right near the end. I wasn't going to stop after five and a half years and stop six months before the end. I was like, come on. Plus, plus I, I did enjoy it. And then and then the PhD was like, yeah, that was that was getting harder. But I'm I don't know. I just don't. I guess like, when I start something, cost. I like to finish it. <laughs> and, and even though it's like tough at the end, I will just keep uh, like. I just keep fighting and, and that's just kind of it's interesting why i don't know but the especially with the whole medical thing of you know they there's there's sometimes you can keep doing something just because you've started it it's not always a great idea especially to continue working in some area just because it's because it was hard to do it's hard to get into medical school and it's hard to finish so you're like oh, well it was so hard why don't you just keep working at it it's like well <laughs> i don't want to like right now you know i'm not interested in that I said, yeah, but it's so hard. That doesn't matter. That's just a total, that's a concept. In our, it doesn't in make our it okay head. to keep doing. Yeah, just because you've started something, because that's that's how suddenly you lose, you know, 30 years of your life and you look around and don't know what, what happened because, um, yeah, so so I, I think we can easily just keep doing something because it's harder to change. And I did have a moment that was, you know, in my head, like, okay, I'm going to do music that's that's cool that i say that to myself and say that to my friends but then when do i really say that to reality and and i did a a practice in in ireland and i was working with a guy who's really really like a doctor house kind of guy super smart and then he turned to me one day and said i would yeah i'd like to give you a job and then then i had this like oh this is real like i have to say to i have actually now have a fork in the road and it's really hard when that when you actually faced with that. But I just thought, what would you know? Like, imagine both ways. You have only one life, and you don't get to know what's the other way. And and so, it, but I just thought I just couldn't live. I didn't want to live a life of fear or live a life of regret. And and that's I think the only thing. It's just the what if. And I felt like if I left now, I would have this massive what if forever. And I don't want to be that the guy in the corner with the like, you know, I could have uh, <laughs> tried something. And, and, you know, maybe I'm not going to become a huge anything, actually. Um, but but at least I know you, I, you tried. I, I gave it a go. I yeah. explored that option. And, and that's what life is about is like having these experiments because it's like a one shot thing. It's like like. I do kind of believe in like a heaven or whatever, but like this is your time on earth is limited. Sure. So just so I get the chronology right, so you you did your studies here, and then you would have had a chance to move back to Ireland for a for a job. Yeah. And, and yeah, then yeah. you chose music, and by circumstance staying here, or what was the? 
yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. Understand, like, because like, at the time I was in a in a band in the Smongoose and the Magnet, and so so my music, like yeah, the the, the influence of why I thought I could stay was because I was in a band with music that was being played on. Uh, Am I allowed to say the pedophilia radio? As you said, I shouldn't swear. And, um, the, the <laughs> no, no, it's it's not 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 a full. It's not a full fat swear, but yeah. Yeah, that that basically our music was being played on the radio every day or every second day, and you could feel it. And there was concerts coming in, and people wanted to pay tickets to watch us play music. Okay, so, so we're starting so, to ramp up. So it was yeah, becoming something tangible. was happening. Something yeah. was interesting, and um, yeah, I would have been starting from zero if I went somewhere else. So that was that was how I was. Uh, sort of choosing a profession and choo- choosing a location you know yeah. so yeah is that so that's how it, okay, this is like a kind of like a fake naive question but is that how it still works today in you know when when people make music careers partly online is that if you if you chose to you say okay i'm not going to take the uh, i'm not going to choose the medical uh, path but I'm going to stay in music, but I'm going to try and stay in Ireland and capitalize on what I built as part of a career in Hungary. There's no, it's not like, oh, here's my air quotes, like music portfolio, and you try and get gigs in Ireland with that. That's that's no go. No, because, I, yeah, what what is a music portfolio? Yeah. You know, nowadays, You're not a graphic there's, designer. there's more and more things. And so I, like, as, a, as an artist, like, I think people, like, we, we don't, like starting off you really have this i think we all have a, like a really weird version or a really ex- weird expectation of what it is to make music as a, for a living because that actually means like a hundred different things you can you know you can be a producer you can you can be a sound engineer you can be um a recording artist for yourself a recording artist for other people you can be uh, an artist you can do there's there's so many different versions of this and not all of this, you know, and with different amounts of risk and different amounts of money and different amounts of everything. So I could say, like, I could show someone that I have like 100 million streams and they say, OK, but how many people are going to pay a ticket in this city? That's all that matters for them. And maybe they can say, like, oh, yeah, well, he has this many listens. This is a potential for something. But so, yeah, but but where he is now, is it's all it is is potential and realizing that potential is is. Uh, is, is some risk and some investment so it's not exactly transferable and uh, maybe in a way the international way of the world now that you do have overlaps but who knows ever like numbers are you know a stream on spotify means that the song was played on spotify it doesn't mean like and what else that means whether that was a guy listening and you know so vibing with the lyrics and feeling it or whether it was the fact that that happens to be a playlist that's and it's in the back of a cafe like what does that mean you know does that person care does anybody is anybody really listening yeah so it's it's a world that um and and meanwhile i'm not living out of those butterfly revenue take a look at that one the um there's different parts yeah yeah so so that's like just doesn't mean doesn't mean anything you have to sort of focus on what's the most interesting part most meaningful part for yourself and and and, and do that and, and take that as a, like it's it's the it's one of the weirdest you know professions yeah. that you can have <laughs> i guess i guess you can also depending on your skill set you can mix mix in a bit of you know very i would say what people who are not in music 
associate with oh i'm i'm a musician with the do you mean you're talking about drug use no no no. <laughs> i mean i mean there's there's self-fulfillment still not talking about drug use uh, yeah. there's um the self-expression through your music so you, you know you write lyrics you you compose arrangements etc and then there's the very applied science of making music which is what you mentioned like the sound engineering or being yeah. a recording artist for someone where you don't necessarily make the creative decisions yourself but you still contribute to someone else putting music out there right yeah, I, yeah. I don't there's, know how there's so many ranges like, and diff different people get fulfillment out of the others and i'm <laughs> whatever way i am i'm only happy like i like to work with other people help them out do stuff that's fun but i that couldn't be my number one thing I just, I, I don't know, is it ego or is that sort of this weird, the, the, you know, if you boil it down to it, boil it down, why doesn't, like, an, I think what an artist is is somebody who has an irrational need to create things. And, and the second part is, I don't know if it should be there or not, is maybe something like, and, and show them to people. And that's like, like right from the start, that's, it's like an ego is that ego driven or is that a look at me know, thing because i don't know it's not it's it can it's not just because like i just have this thing that if i'm excited about something i want i, I want to show it to other people because i think maybe they'll be excited as i am and it's not because i'm like oh, look at look at me what i'm doing yeah but because i find i just like to share you know to share experiences as, as humans um as humans just to just share experiences yeah as, as you can share it with dogs I, yeah, they're yeah, sometimes yeah, but quite, they, quite receptive. They're not buying tickets these days. No, <coughs> no, they don't have their own. Uh, yeah. No, but not even, it's not even about selling. You know, it's about it's about that. Whatever, like you just want to make something because that's just what you do. Hmm. But it, does this work in a way where you have like a set goal, like you say, like I want to be one day like be just like like an Elton John type of figure where there's no one else on stage. There's just me. I go out. I grab an instrument. There's a spotlight, and I'm not specifically implying that that's your yeah. your uh, your way, but I think that's the one end of the scale where you want to be selling out an arena, and yeah. you want twenty thousand pairs of eyes focused solely on you and your music, which still could come from the drive of uh, I, I made this. I'm really excited to share this with you, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just pure manifestation of someone's rampant ego. And then the other way is just like, oh well, I would. I, I want to be the you know the percussionist in a in a symphonic orchestra who just does the you know the bass drum at the end. Yeah, I think a lot of people have a, everyone has a different concept going into it, whether they realize it or not. And a lot of us, like I now I'm speaking, I've done this, been doing this for a while. That like um, playing playing music on on stages for for I don't know for a number of years. Yeah, it changes. You start off with think everybody has some kind of ridiculous Rolling Stones expectation. I think so many people have like this idea of what it is to be a musician based on this kind of stuff from from fifty, sixty years ago. If you think about it, yeah. But it's wouldn't insane. you say that you get, you could get the same kind of like rush of endorphins for from playing, you know, like a like a basement gig to 30 yeah, people yeah this is what i mean so like we we start off with these crazy uh ideas and and uh like there's some then you realize after a while like that i i don't know i don't necessarily like my concerts and and me i don't want to get better like bigger i just want to get better and that's like 
I had a few things, especially, you know, I played in a band and now I start, started uh, my own solo thing. And the meaning of it all has just really changed. And mm. it's because I just, somebody asked me what kind of music oh, I do. We have a caller. You want to you, you, you talk to a caller? We accepting calls? Well, okay. Sure. Okay. It's the neighbors. Hello. Hello. Rock and roll is the meaning of the life for <laughs> me, absolutely. And John Lennon is like Jesus Christ, very sweet and very honey. So good. Uh, mm, uh, mm, on, on the air, you are on the air and expat. And go on, go on. Hi, hi. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice Hello. weekend. Ciao. Nectar is good show. Hello. Good Thank you. Hello. All right. Well, I didn't know we were going. Was, you know what? This is one of the first uh, callers who uh, is, knows what show they're calling into. <laughs> Got their language right, because one time we were having a show uh, with Esteban, who's from Mexico, but we were talking English, and they were complaining, why are we speaking German? And nice. their, their, International, their sentient uh, was negative always. towards the show, but thank you, caller, for you know, giving yeah, us positive yeah, feedback. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, everyone has their own personal, personal uh, experience with music and that. And, yeah, and it's just fun to be able to take, to take part in this, because... Yeah, this this COVID whole thing just shook me because the first while I realized, like, you know, I, I had never, I, I I wouldn't spend more than six days in one geographical location because at the time I lived in both Page and Budapest, had concerts all the time, I just moving, 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 um, and that was just part of my life. And then suddenly it was this weird feeling of I I know I wake up in the same bed every day. Like that's actually a weird was a weird thing. And then after a while, you realize like it's fine, you know, it's okay. Yeah, I it's think like the it's human brain is very adaptable. I watch some to stuff in the evening, yeah. and then after a little while, you start to realize like, okay, I'm alive, but like, am I living? Like, like why am I even alive? If, if you, I just wake up and I work, and then I and I do my thing, and I and then I have a drink in the evening. That you know, it's very easy to <laughs> drink a bit too much in the COVID time, but. Uh, yeah, then suddenly you're just like, why? Why am I alive? Because there's those, like, going out, meeting people, m musical events and bringing together, honestly, like, especially if you're working a job that you don't like or doing whatever, that's how you, you're living in those, in, in your evenings, you're living yeah, in the weekends. it's a pressure valve. Yeah. And without that, without that, like, why even, why, why even bother? I don't okay. know, you know? Before we launch all, all our listeners into an existential <laughs> crisis, uh, <laughs> Going back a little bit before um, before the uni years, did, do you think there was anything in your your childhood or your 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 secondary school days that sort of like pre you know pre signaled that you might be going into music? Did you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I come from I guess you would call it a medical family, and that my father's a doctor and my mother's a physiotherapist. All right, <laughs> and it was always. You know, I didn't have like a didn't have a pressure to do that, but there was always there, and then it wasn't a pressure to do that, but it was to do something that was what do you call it like like a like good stable Use, job to society. and be successful and this kind of stuff, and there's a strong work work ethic, and and I played music uh, like we had music as a thing, but it was always always like they always accepted and supported, but it was never for a moment thought about like oh. He's very good at this and enjoys this. Did you ever think about okay, doing so it was that? Always like you should be a musician kind recreational of Recreational after school thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like there was not in the vocabulary. I never even 
I, I didn't imagine for a second that I could be that I could live out of music because it was not. It wasn't nobody telling me that I couldn't do it. It was that no one was, there was not even a conversation about it that it was even a possibility. That was just a thing that some people do, and yeah. So I for me it was a, my thing that I that I did by myself or with my friends, and it was just totally a. Like you know, some people have a breakup or have a bad time, and they they meet their friend and and, and vent and talk about it and process it. And me, it was just I would I would play music and I would play music a lot of time alone and just express myself, try to translate my feeling into into the guitar, into music. And I think many Irish people or Irish guys um, might have my lack of vocabulary to talk about problems or talk about emotions and. I could talk about my stuff, but just uh, this, I can I can express emotion in a completely different way with the instrument. Mm. Like I had, I only, I realized that really strongly when I was about seventeen. Yeah, I was seventeen. Uh, no, no, no. I just moved. So I was eighteen. She was seventeen. Yeah, my um, one of my friends, she she had a rare form of uh, liver cancer, and she died at seventeen years old. And I went to the, we went to the funeral and it was like, it was really, really sad, sad. And I just felt this weight, but I also felt like, you know, the people were just crying. The, the whole room was just full of, full of uh, tears and sound. And, and I felt bad, but I didn't, I didn't know what to do with it. And, and then the, the whole day I just felt a bit numb. And then at one point, like during that weekend, I sat down just to, and play, started to play some piano and, and then that was just like bursting the balloon, you know, the just tears just fl- like flowing out of me. And for some reason, that's just been the I just needed like, like the catalyst for 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 my emotion. And that's that's weird. That's so for me, it's totally like I, that's how I get it out. That's how I express things. And that's why I think I can't make music for another person or like. The like you know it, it's totally different to just write a song, than just to channel something that's got some emotion into it and make it musical and make it beautiful, because it's easy to write a song because it doesn't it's like what should it be about you know that's that's so like thought through, <laughs> and it's very different to how I how I do things and how I work, so but I I think and maybe it's not for everybody then because because yeah it's it's a very personal emotion but the more I realize is that if I just the more honest I am the more personal I am. I think like oh, why would anyone care about my personal situation? I, who am I? Why am I important? And then I make it, and then you realize like this. This is maybe there's a lot of other people feeling the exact same thing. Just nobody said it, or 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 at that time it finds the right person, and that's that's really like magical thing. How 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 even in your like maybe in your joy or in your sadness you can feel like that you're alone or you're unique or, or different or why would anyone care and loads of us just feel exactly the same just exactly the same someone just needs to be the first to raise their hand and mm. say hey so you you fundamentally um make music in a way that's that's you 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 don't have like a like a musical persona in a way that you don't you, you didn't create like this entire different character you don't have like a like a david bowie-esque you know this different, thing, different yeah, sets no. of no, I mean, like I, I obviously I like where I, <laughs> I have, uh, I like uh, 
changing what I wear, being be it darker or then colors and then these things, and that's all that's all fun and part of the message and whatever. But I think for me, yeah, the core is just the, the human human telling things that happen to them and their honest feeling. Yeah, it's just uh, I mean, you still go on a stage and as a performance as like this you know frontal experience of this is me on the stage and this is you guys in the audience and i'm talking about feelings that are personal to you and it's not um you don't really shift the perspective right if you're it's the same person interacting with the audience and you come off and someone has a beer with you they can discuss yeah, yeah. the exact it's same me. feelings it's me yeah yeah i don't uh, and not like that but it's, but i mean you know a show has got to be a show you got to have fun yeah I'm so just, you gotta you gotta do um yeah magnify maybe sometimes it's a magnified version of myself or part of myself yeah but i'm not just coming up with some fake thing that like i want to be like this person copy that do that and like why you know yeah so, that, i think yeah it, it And the crazy thing with like Elton John, for example, just to throw that like it's bizarre to me that this, like he doesn't write his own lyrics. You know, it's just I can't. That's just weird. I mean, uh, I guess in a way it's like like what an actor you know very often doesn't write their own. Work. That's just weird. I mean, uh, I guess in a way it's like like what an actor you know very often doesn't write their own words, but they can still have something. But nah, no, no, because then you would get. I, I think it's a fair the, comparison yeah. that his skill as a musician shines through you know someone else's imagination when it comes to lyrics yeah. i think i think that's that's that, that's a fair parallel to draw i just mean um for example in in uh i think the classic example is like in rap music everyone has like a moniker there are very few people in rap music who are like you know i'm you know i'm john smith and <laughs> this, this is my this is my this is my album and these are my everyone has like a persona and i think it's because your way which is a lot of artists do this they, they they perform under their own name and they talk about what is personal to them it's an incredibly vulnerable emotional position to be in and i think why you know um it's let's say let's say rap music it's scary it's scary as hell because yeah. you're 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 kind of submitting part of yourself to be judged and if you create a wall then you're not like you're defending yourself but you never give a chance to like to to really yeah to really reach connect with someone if you don't don't sort of throw away that wall that's that's like it was really really difficult to do at the start and we i think we started to talk about this like who's what are you doing and what's 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 the feeling that you're looking for if it's stadium or not and and i you know i played with the band like we played some festivals with thousands of people in front of us and i and i didn't feel like nervous very much at all and you went out and you just had your I don't know you had an armor or something and you're playing with other people and you're playing stuff and then and then just after the covid stuff was kind of opening up and we did a like a Lokash concert like a part, uh, thing with these guys um uh, Garden Wonder as Guyashana organizes these lovely events and we ended up doing it in my flat so in my flat I think 11 people I was so nervous. I was freaking out because I realized, like, because I have to be me. Like, how do, how do, you know? So I was more nervous. And then, but at the end, then you, you, you get a great uh, catharsis at the end of that because you were so nervous. 
but that's like whatever you know there's some some people say like you don't need to be chasing down a million fans or whatever if you have a thousand people that really really love and connect with you what you do and and you make stuff that's worth that's interesting and worth buying and worth whatever then you could probably live out of that you're not going to be going buying maseratis or something like this um but yeah that that's maybe going to mean more to you and i realize that's the artists that i like most are are very often a bit niche that for me they're like my world and then i'm like have you heard of this person and this, yeah it's like most people have never even heard of them but isn't so, isn't that the direction that culture and music specifically is going in anyways that that there is no that there i guess you could call some stuff still pop music but the whole like the 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 let's say the the ethos behind pop music that there is music that everyone sort of recognizes and listens to like i think like madonna would be like a great example it's it's kind of like on its way out because yeah, yeah. because there are so many niches and those niches have so many artists it's like these little niches ga- and galaxy and galaxy clusters yeah. and because you can dive so deep you don't and primarily it's no longer mass media but new media that distributes music it's it's there's no the ambition to become like a like a world famous pop star is 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 starting to shrink and shrink and shrink and it's much more about what you said is that you find yourself in a niche where you're appreciated and you have enough uh audience to sustain yourself as an artist but it won't never it you know you might not end up you know in Beverly Hills Yeah, Unless yeah. your audience is I in love, Beverly Hills. I love this. Yeah, okay. So now we're at like topic two or topic three. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this listening listening music world of, of 2022 and, and beyond. It's, it's, it's so much of a difference. And it's like everything, the kind of trend is more stuff developing faster and more interaction than ever before. Like the whole the whole thing is just so different. Like you could be, you could, I don't think you can dominate a market like in the olden days or something and if you could you you know you, you can do it but you do it for less time it's like i don't know i just watched like i'm not and <laughs> really not and unfortunately i used to be um and uh, like into ed sheeran i liked his early music actually but anyway now it's just i don't get it that he might have released the album and then been like everywhere for two or three months you know or maybe you know for a long time whereas now it was like he was everywhere for three weeks and then gone again because this is the world we live in it's just it's like um rapidly increasing everything is doubling the speed it's exponential so so that's just there's so much stuff so i think it's harder to be to be like this huge thing and you can do it but it you you've got to keep making and keep producing stuff and and Instead, because we can do- remove some of the middlemen that you can get to Spotify without having to get a record label, then, and that's what it is. It's like more, more people have access to the pie, but in a way, the pie isn't that much bigger. So I think there's a huge and it's a new flavor every day. Number, it's not yeah, the but same there's a huge pie. number of people can make money out of uh, music in general, but it what means it's the same. I think everyone there's a big generation or group of people that can make some money but no one's living out of it so it's it's not necessarily like instead of a hundred superstars now we're going to have ten thousand it's more like we're going to have ten superstars 
or whatever, and then and then there's going to be a hundred thousand people that are all making a bit of money, but none of those people could live out of it. But at least they're getting they're reaching people. So it's like really really interesting and really changing, and that's like just from the music listener standpoint. And now we're actually starting at this point that's really interesting because the music listener. Is, is has who had access to all of this music? You know, yeah, sorry, I just stand that. The the I think before we used to have like relationships, like committed long term relationship with artists. Yeah, whereas like now ACDC could put out thirteen exactly same albums and just still still, still maintain great. the audience. Yeah, yeah, but not but not even that. Just yeah, just all these different artists, even the smaller ones. You you you. I mean, I don't even mean like listening long term, but listening to the same album twice. Now people, you know, you, you now you put on a thing, you listen through, and you pick the songs, one or two songs that you liked that hit you first. And very often, you know, a real thing was the songs. It was the songs that you know you listen to the album five times, and then there's the, the grower, you know, the, the the one that was buried there. You didn't really like it, and then you realize that's just like a gem. That's not that maybe kind of being lost. So we're listening now. We're uh, um, what's the word? It's like it's not a, a nice one, but. Uh, promiscuous you know it's like musical promiscuous promiscuity that we just quickly try something out then it's cool oh that was nice that was good for one night Boop, throw it away mm-hmm. and, and there's this stuff but then there's this other flip side that's so interesting that when i was like i'm old enough to to be pre <laughs> to be pre spotify and even like when i was a young teenager we couldn't couldn't like download music and that stuff it was about i'm into some music I asked my dad to try to find it. I was lucky because he traveled so that he could get me, you know, something from America. I could wait two months or three months to get an album and then I get that album and then I listen to the hell out of it. Whereas now it's like, if you're interested, if you are really interested in music as a 13 year old kid and you listen, you can listen to 10 albums a day. By the time you're 18, the the world of music that you have experienced is, I, I'm, it's like it's so intimidating actually because they're yeah. they've listened I don't even know genres that they uh, the names of the genres and they've listened to every album in that one thing once or twice so so then what happens is there's these fusions and these ideas that are just completely next level and I, I've seen these guys now especially because the way music technology works now you know you before you could only because of the cost of getting a studio you couldn't get in unless you were with the label and then even then if you weren't really good, you were going to do 100 takes and never get it. And, uh, you know, that's why in the olden days, like the Beach Boys weren't playing their instruments in the in the, in the studio because that would have been a waste of money because they would screw it up eight times. Instead, you get the session musicians who nail it first time. Nowadays, you can do 100 takes, cut it together, m- move it around. So, in your bedroom as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, 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 I, you know, I do the same thing. I'm, I'm a terrible musician. Oh, I did this beep, one. but That's I, okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a terrible musician for the metronome, staying mm-hmm. on that stuff because what I like to do is about the feeling, and uh, and then uh, now, yeah, it's so you got just the ideas are what matters, and this, it's just amazing what's happening in music right now. So it's, it's, it's and what's coming as well. You just see this young, even yeah. even in Hungary, there's some really good guys. It's just gonna go mental. It's really exciting. Do you think this kind of um I wouldn't call it the pressure, but the way it's changed, the way that that people listen to so many different pieces of of, of music. Do you think that it also shows up on the what you just mentioned on the production side that you don't need to 
to have it as polished as if you were producing for you know in the 90s for a cd album or something because you know you want as a musician of course you want to put out quality stuff and you do have your own sense of quality control but if i had to draw a parallel like with um with how it got reduced from home videos let's say and short films and all of that down to youtube quality and now you have tiktok where it really like the production value doesn't really matter as long as you nail the idea yeah. like, like the essence of what you're trying to communicate i think i think i think uh it pushes us towards very good but not legendary so i think we're getting a lot of very good stuff because you have to cut through yeah it still has know? to be good so you have to like with so much noise you have to make something that's great and and you gotta like you know put the chorus near the start or load it so it's so it's coming early because otherwise someone moves on um and that's that's something the format that's sort of natural you know the re- beatles made short songs because because they had to because they weren't going to get on the radio if they were longer than two minutes 30 or two minutes that's something but then this other part that's sad is that you have spotify um what's his name ang ang Eckbert, i don't know whatever the guy who's who's head of spotify suddenly thinks that he gets to know what the art form is and says yeah you, you can't just wait two three years and release an album anymore and and that's like you know if you, you're going to keep getting lots of very good music but there's some stuff you know you you want as an artist or but really as a person you know there's some stuff that's been made 50 60 years ago those albums like that are the legendary that that's going to sound great in 100 years because the ideas were properly worked through really thought out really well carefully crafted if it wasn't amazing it was thrown away and just done again and and that's something that like that's me i fear that that might be lost that it's going to be great and you love it and it's your favorite song for two months or three months and then after a while it's like oh or you're going to listen back in 10 years and you're going to go you know you're like well that maybe that made sense at the time but that's that's just not there's not a depth to it and i think that depth is, is something we're in danger of losing that because you're under pressure to release something every two months or three months or one month. That's that's my only fear. But don't you think it's going to split two ways? That there will be niches who appreciate artists who who do take their so. time and you know put 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 in the effort to have like really really high level production. And there are still people you know who who put out stuff on on, on vinyl and maybe yeah, cassettes. I hope and so. I think yeah, it's like like there's a weird uh, way that that the more stuff we do, you kind of people uh, there's like a movement. There's this there's, there's there's the speeding up of world, but there's a lot of the kind of slow down and minimalism movement as well as a reaction to that, and that's happening. But I w- I'm not sure. Does it? Yeah, how, it's hard hard to make that work if it's. Uh, I think some people are doing this more and more like that they have, you know, they're on TikTok and they're on Instagram and they're going crazy. And then and then they take like a one week holiday, like a social media holiday for a while. I'm yeah. seeing more and more people doing that. And and that's really good. But does it that maybe solves the problem for them? But does it solve the problem for the artists? Because they somehow have to have, a, I don't, in, you know, to be truthful, <laughs> I, I don't think it solves their problem, the user's problem either. It's 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 like, you know. Rock stars taking, you know, the 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 get clean stuff yeah. in Malibu for for twenty eight days, and then just know, to increase the effect when they come back. Exactly, after. I, I don't think I don't think for I don't fu- think you it save a lot of money. <laughs> it, it solves the problem, but I think what what happened in photography roughly ten years ago is is I think is a pretty good example that 
you first they were like, oh, you know, is digital going to replace analog? Of course, it was going to. It was always going to because it's more cost effective. It's it's faster for professional publishing and personal use. And then it was, oh, will um, cam will phones replace uh, cameras for people? Of course they did. Why would you carry two items when mm-hmm. one thing can do the same? But at the still t- at the same time, you you still have. Um, if life events, even if you're not into, you know, like fine art photography, where someone comes with a proper camera, that might still be a digital camera, but there are still people who pay f- the premium for someone to bring a large format mm-hmm. emulsion film camera mm-hmm. and take a portrait because they know they know what that means. It's the same thing that, yeah, most most people listen to music on their whatever headphones they got with their phone, right? Because either they don't care or they can't afford to buy, you know, like hi-fi stuff. Uh, but you still have people with their, you know, these yeah, yeah. wacky-looking I mean, evil course, scientist uh, amps. And I mean, people are, like, for example, and not people buying vinyls. People are buying vinyls, vinyls more than ever. Even, like, CDs sold a lot, I think, recently. But it's just, I mean, if the whole area shrinks, then that, that means that it can support... Um, you know, ten thousand people. True, it's not going to be mainstream, <laughs> but but if in that arena you can put, you can still find your audience if you're willing to meet them halfway. I guess that's how much. How I think both the the people who need a week from their social media apps and both the people who are trying to put out vinyl, even though they know that maybe people who listen to you know classical music are still buying yeah. vinyl, but not people who listen to like you know rock and roll. Mm. Um, how much are you willing to mess with your own reward system, right? Like how much, like you say that your music is very personal to you, so you you want to to reach people with it. But how how much are you willing to let the platforms, the medium, mess with how much yeah. pleasure you feel after you actually yeah. put it out? Yeah, like, little, little. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I'm making music for myself, and I'm music, making music for other people, and making music for to fit the system and, and to fit into the music of today. I, I really try to use, use my own compass because I, if I sit down and imagine an imaginary person, I don't, I'm never even going to meet that imaginary person. No, Who is that person? Because they're imaginary. If I, if, so. I, if I make a song that I think some uh, like random imaginary person is going to like, or if I imagine just whatever, that people are going to like this, and if I don't really like it because I make it for them, and then, and then people don't like it. Then I have a song that I don't like and that they don't like. And like, well, what have I been doing? So it's, yeah. I just use my own my own taste, and I hope that other people like like it too. And if they don't, then I'm just gonna do something else for money, and I'm gonna keep making music for myself. I think that's that's just the only way that I can like stay grounded and and, and not go nuts chasing other people's opinion all the time. It's just, do you think that that this is definitely the path that things end up if if you let um, other people, you know, for, write your lyrics or be in charge of the distribution for your music? That at one point, when you relinquish control of the of the creative part of making music, because you know, distribution, we just we you know we we talked at length about how that happens but when you start you know label comes and says you know i know we're dinosaurs but we can still we can still get you places and then you know you you, you get a producer in and then you get um, a lyricist who's written hit songs once you 
once you get into that system yeah 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 at one point you will make a song that neither you nor anyone else likes and you're just sitting there like this, yeah, this yeah. has my name on and it I now. I don't want to do, and I, I, I just feel life is life is precious. Your time is precious, and music is really important. And it's too, like, I, if I, I don't want to make. I'm not doing this just for for business or for money because I think as music, doing music as your business can be a really, if can be a really lovely thing, really inspirational, really just just unbelievable thing. But if you end up making music that you don't like. Then you have, you know, if you then basically you have a job that you don't like and you have no hobby. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> worst of come, both worlds. Yeah, yeah, I've come full circle and I've screwed it up. Yeah, and it's really I think there's a lot of people around because they can see the potential and see the marketing and I don't know I don't, I just running after people is not the way for me because yeah. I, I have to just try it on my own terms, and if not, then I just whatever, what's the do something else. <laughs> what's what's the biggest compromise you had to you had to do? E either way, right? So either like lowering <clears throat> or, or or meeting someone. Actually, halfway. you know what I did? I think one of my my very I have a new song that I'm working on, and I think I made I made a decision to split it in half. Yeah, because it's more because I think. I think it's it's a really good as a whole, but it's like too much for people, especially the the, the maybe the casual listener. And I made this, and it was like, it, this wasn't just because I think I'm actually like making this for a commercial reason. It wasn't just that. I also felt it in myself that it was almost like two different songs. So I was like, it was with me as well. But I felt like, okay, actually, this this would make maybe more interesting. It's interesting to split the song into two. And actually, I think it's more listenable, and that's something that I, you know, it's a, it's really important in in Spotify and these things that if if you're making really long songs, then people can enjoy it once, but they're never going to listen again. And and I have a tendency, whether on purpose or not, to make shorter songs. And yeah, I like to supply people with the song to satisfy them ninety nine point nine percent. So that you finish this. I, I I but I just love that if it's, you listen to a song, and you almost want to listen right away again. And to do that, there's like there's some thought that goes into that, and I and I think about that. So yeah. I like I like to do that. It's a game, you know. Yeah. There, uh, there's a reason why "Stairway to Heaven" is a once a month song for me. It's, yeah. It's very, yeah. 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 It's demanding. It's yeah. <laughs> but "Stairway to Heaven" is is like yeah. That's you can't. It's not really easy to make a song like that. In, no. <laughs> in a in a in a release a new song every month or every two months sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been suffering away in my little cave and I'm, I'm I've got want to yeah I want I work on things in a way that like if I get hit by a car what will be left behind and that's kind of a bit of pressure but yeah that's what I'm doing and I'm yeah so I'm working on an album at the moment actually and I just want to make something that that I can listen back to in a year or two years or five years or ten years and go like yeah I put it all in there and it's not easy to do that because you you know in art, they, there's a lot of people saying it's never going to be fully done. And like, yeah, but like, there's a point where it's like almost done, and there's a point where yeah. it's not done at all, and you yeah. should have kept working. So I just want to take it to the point where I, you know, where there's a few little things I would say, ah, oh, maybe yeah. I, would, I, would, I would shift this, shift that, but I want to just love it because I'm, I'm, I am actually really proud of the stuff I've been doing, and uh, people have been reacting to it, and 
Yeah, I have zero expectation of winning any Grammys or any of this kind of stuff because because I've gotten yeah, over I that kind think, of I, I don't silly think that's ideas. The setting up just yourself for any yeah. kind of happiness if that's your yeah. I think I goal. just I think we just cherish uh, like I get to tell some stories, make some stuff, travel, and just connect with people, and, and being part of that relationship with, with people is is really special, and um, and I and I'm really open to that, and I love it. So yeah. Cool. Uh, we're, we're coming up to the end of our hour, so uh, I guess I guess this is uh, this is the spot where you, where you get in a discreet little community radio friendly plug. Where, where can are, are you going to be performing anywhere anytime soon? <laughs> no. Any shout outs? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just kind of purposely locked myself in working on an album. I've got a new song that's going to come out soon. I guess in a month or something. But there will be info about that. And but I'm I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm kind of taking a semi hiatus at the moment, so I'm not super excited, exciting right now um, on social media. But it's Ian O'Sullivan music. I think that's kind of what I am. And just li- listen, enjoy the music, and all right. And I, I will think be I think that's back. that's what we'll do. We'll we'll play the uh, the song mentioned at the at the top of the show with the. The Moskvich, yeah. you're getting kidnapped. Oh no, I, I loaded the wrong one. This was one. This is one uh, in rain. Oh, it is one. It is the right one. That's the one. Yeah, the other one is the gold. I like that one too. But this is born in rain, and our guest today was Ian O'Sullivan. Uh, this was Expat on Tilos Radio. Kilencvenegis három tized megahertz. Zene aztán meg hírek. Bye bye everybody. Good evening. <laughs> morning <laughs> yeah uh they they cycle appropriate greeting to everyone yeah. bye bye Say I love you, don't mean I don't give a damn about you